Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Andy Potter. Hey. Today, Haley, Andy, and I are getting into Chapter 7 of Volume 5 of Ruby, Rest and Resolutions, uh, that aired today, um, what, two days after Thanksgiving on, uh, on Rooster Teeth first, and, uh, you know, we'll be up publicly whenever they do that, but, uh, we talk Ruby every week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Ruby to subscribe and, uh, or on iTunes or your favorite podcast or to subscribe there on YouTube to not miss any of our future Ruby podcasts weekly whenever Ruby is new, which so far has been every week, including Thanksgiving, which is surprising, but, um, yeah, rest and resolutions we'll be getting into today. Make sure you have seen this episode. Spoilers for this and all previous episodes of Ruby. Uh, but yeah, let's get right into things. Uh, Haley, what are your thoughts on Rest and Resolutions? I enjoyed it. I think it was kind of required because I know that last uh, week we were all really hoping that this episode would be all about Menagerie and the assassination plot. But I feel like story-wise something like this had to happen at one point where they all have this resolution and kind of relax with each other again and catch up because it has been so long. Um, so I think it was good from a character point of view and from a viewer point of view as well to like readjust to this dynamic that we've been away from for quite a while. So that was nice. Um, it was very sweet. I feel like, especially cause it was only really around 10 minutes without the credits at the beginning and the end. Um, I think that was an okay uh, amount of time for this episode because it didn't really drag too much, which was nice. Um, and we got some great uh, Ruby and Weiss interactions and oh, Yang yeah. interactions. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to love that so much. <laughs> the white rose is prevalent. It was like five um, seconds. This isn't a headline, I know, but yeah. But it was good. It yeah. was good about it. Um, yeah, so that was great. Um, and we actually got some like plot confirmation or I guess history confirmation that Ozpin is the, the old guy with the maidens, the wizard. Yes. Um, the wizard. So that's pretty cool that, cause it, I, like, I feel like it would be kind of silly if that wasn't the case. Cause it just makes sense within the plot lines and everything, but, mm-hmm. um, good to have confirmation and Cinder's back and at it and out in the world. So I think it was a good, like, little connecting in between, and then we'll get into epic drama next episode. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, yeah. We'll see. We'll yeah. See. Okay, good breather episode, says Haley. Yeah, last week I said, uh, definitely next week, Major Blake uh, Menagerie mid-season finale. Nope. <laughs> nope. Wrong. Nothing. I, st- I do think that's in play for next week, but we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Andy, thoughts on rest and resolutions? This episode opened up, and I thought I was going to hate it, because it literally starts with John, and it starts with John talking about stuff I just don't care about. Like, I don't care about John's interaction with everybody here. I care about literally everybody else more than him in their interactions with each other. But um, it, 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 it redeemed itself, like, five seconds later when, when they started, like, just talking about how crap he is, and then it just, we got away from him. He left the room, and it got better. Um. I, I enjoyed the little uh, the white rose moment. There was also a little freezer burn moment oh, yeah. when uh, when uh, Yang stuck out her tongue at Weiss. That was pretty cute. Um, it was a nice breather, but again, it suffers from like the Ruby problem of some of the dialogue just being kind of stilted, a little bit off. And I still don't get why we're supposed to be upset about the bird thing. I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah like, that's that very was, confusing to me. 
like it feels like the thing that makes the episode so weird that everyone's upset about it. It literally just seems like upside. Like there's no downside here. They can turn into birds on command. If I could do that, I'd I'd do it. Like if I could just turn into a bird whenever I wanted, and there was no downside, sure, I could do it. And like I like how, but I do like that Nora called it out, and she's like, "Oh, because of their name." And it's like, "Yeah, Nora, it's that dumb. You figured it out." <laughs> and then, yeah, I like, and I liked obviously that Everald and Mercury are back. Overall, it's okay and not what I expected this week, but I'm not sure if that's in a good way. It just wasn't what I was expecting. Okay, okay. Uh, so decently, decently positive reactions from you too. Um, yeah, I, I, I like this episode. Um, it's not, you know, it's not great. It's fine. But that's like, probably I've said that, that phrase a thousand times for the show. But, uh, it's, yeah, I think, I think this is a good episode. I enjoyed the first four minutes a lot. That's what I'll say. Um, and then the rest was blah. Um, I really, really enjoyed Team Ruby plus, uh, three fourths of whatever that, I don't even remember what their team name was. Juniper. <laughs> Juniper. Okay. There you go. Yeah. yeah rip. But, um, it's, but uh, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no P. Yeah. No P. Uh, yeah, uh, team, uh, R-W-Y-N-J-R. Yeah, I really enjoyed their oh, fake, their fake, <laughs> their fake Thanksgiving dinner. That's what it was. It was great. Um, and then we got an Ozpin segment, which was very boring and, uh, yeah. didn't add anything new to the conversation. Um, and then. I honestly took that as comic relief. Like, just. <laughs> Like, just the so just confused. the whole concept of, of yeah, like, that's, that's, mean. Problem, that's mean. That's uh, <laughs> mean. It, it's so <laughs> boring. It's funny. Is that what I you're was saying? Giggling, yeah. It was yeah. It was un- it was unnecessary. Is the the second episode in a row where we got an ex- where we got an info dump, which we learned basically is literal zero new, and that's a problem. Um, they 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 have a big problem with info dumps where once some characters have seen something yeah. already and others haven't like you don't need to show the same info dump again you just don't need to do it right i've seen, I I've, yeah, I've seen a lot of talk about this yeah it's it's that uh two weeks in a row we've seen we know what's going on and then we're just catching other people up and you know that's not fun you at know. least they didn't show us all of them telling weiss and yang that stuff like they did last episode that's nice. We we kind of like they kind of we yeah. like jumped in near the end of the talk. Uh, yeah, well, and then in, in the beginning, yeah, yeah. Spiel. So the Osmond, we saw that, and uh, we kind of also, yeah, we also kind of had an info dump in the beginning because there's like, oh, let's recap on what happened last season um, <laughs> to, to everyone. But recapping a season is a little different than recapping the last episode. Yeah. So it's you know it, it's just it's just not it's just not a good narrative idea to just say the same information multiple times to your audience. Yes, I understand that these characters certain uh numbers of these characters did not previously know that but it wasn't you know it, it, it's just not exciting down and so that has been talk was the low point of the episode it wasn't bad but it was just very boring and then we get to the end and i was very hype because uh emerald's back one of my favorite characters on the show she hasn't been on <laughs> she hasn't been on the show in so long also mercury's back people like him whatever and, and cinder was uh was out in the wild and uh talking and dr watts was there too screw him he doesn't matter but uh, is that the Tyrion's tales done uh that's the big question right is uh yeah. what's the status of Tyrion's tale because we were promised that uh dr watts would be fixing Tyrion's tale and we're all on <laughs> the edge of, we're on the edge of our seats waiting for what's mm-hmm. gonna happen with that making trouble somewhere else uh yeah andy do you have uh Tyrion's tale speculation oh it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be an amazing tale it's gonna shoot lasers and it's gonna show up 
it, like it's the end of the season like the post credit scene is gonna be Tyrion waking up with his tail like <laughs> really dumb like it's gonna be amazing that it's, would be like, oh that, my god that's the kind of cheese that I'm okay with. If we're gonna use Tyrion like that, I'm gonna I'm fine with it. It'll be amazing. I love it. I love that kind of stuff. So you're saying the end credits is the same thing as uh, Rick and Morty episode one from the season's end credits, where one of the characters yeah. waking up with new robot enhanced form. That's what it is. Yes, yeah. that'd be perfect. Like I'd be a hundred percent fine with it, even if it is just a reference. That I'm fine with that. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. So we didn't. Yeah, we skipped the. T- tale um but i actually really like the ending scene it's it's there's nothing specific to talk about it's just seeing you know just seeing emerald and mercury again was was very exciting for me that was like my main reaction the episode was uh i'm very very pumped to see emerald again and uh, we got to get the the animation trio of emeralds all happening at the same time uh not holding our breath for steven universe to get there but uh we have we have mysticons and ruby now with emerald characters and that's great and uh yeah it's that that was good yes that's exciting it was it was a good ending it was a good beginning and then the middle was man overall i was fine with this episode um if if ruby was just all scenes like the first the dinner table scene that four minutes then i'd be much happier <laughs> so that that's what i'll say like uh if it was just star characters talking and laughing that would be a much better show i don't know i know not everyone agrees but i want slice of life ruby so i was really digging the very brief scene we had in the shortest episode ever uh that's all we get of slice of life ruby that that's all that's all we've earned i think <laughs> we don't deserve what anything we deserve, more. Though, yeah. i don't know i think it's what we deserve to be honest we don't <laughs> We've been too critical. This is our punishment. We we get well exactly what we want, Just but only taste. but only two minutes of it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So okay, first thing I want to talk about is is this what I've been talking about? This dinner table scene. This is the highlight of the episode to me. Do we agree? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. for sure. Just our, our characters talking. It's something that we've literally not seen on the show since the beginning of Volume Three. I think just people talking. Yeah, easily. Like. Probably not since that. Like, uh, it, it was a similar scene where they're eating ramen, right? In the in in the ramen stall in the beginning of volume three. I feel like that might be the last time we've seen just people sitting and talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen people, but just not our, our our some of our main characters. Minus or, or, minus Blake, of course. <laughs> she doesn't. She apparently doesn't yeah. get. To, yeah, yeah, she course. doesn't get to have fun, right? Poor so. Blake. But yeah, again, <laughs> but that's true though. Again, we're eating ramen here. I just thought of that, and um. Yeah, there's uh, there's a few highlights. Uh, what we do is we we catch everyone up on what happened in, during Volume Four. Then we have an arm wrestling uh, that we saw in the. It was heavily heavily spe- elements of speculation because this is the screen cap on their website a few days ago. And then we have uh, a segment about nickname throwbacks. Um, and then Ren makes a speech. So there you go. <laughs> what a time! Also, their ramen animation skills have improved greatly. <laughs> That oh, ramen looked amazing. Oh, so you're that digging they were the, you're digging the ramen. Okay. I was totally digging it. Yeah. That's I was good. very happy when I saw that. I was eating lunch when I saw that. I was like, oh <laughs> that looks great. That's good, yeah. 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 To me, so if I'm gonna have a criticism of the scene, it's too much and wow, I know you, you guys are saying, Dylan, what a surprise about what you're about to say. Much too much no, not too much slice slide, not enough okay, slice slide. Too much John and Ren. <laughs> that's that's my criticism of <laughs> yeah. the scene. Well, the red one is understandable because his speech is kind of out. Like it just, it, it kind of put a damper on the entire conversation. And it's like, I don't want this friend. I just want everyone to be happy and laughing and you're doing not that. There's yeah, one. It was pretty yeah. dramatic yeah. out of nowhere. 
and they they're like, oh, uh, Ren's serious when he and he actually talks. Okay, yeah, whatever. It was it was. I didn't like the the ending Ren thing. Whatever. We just had to tie it back and uh, have like a serious moment uh, during the, the having fun. We did do one really fun thing with Ren, um, which uh, Ren not understanding what uh, Ruby meant with out of control, and then Ruby says, uh, "Out of control," as an awesome. And uh, I thought that was a great yeah, line. That was read. sweet. That was a great line oh, read from cute. Ruby. And then uh, yeah, Ren's like, "Oh, cool, yeah." <laughs> So I, I like I like that exchange. That was a good Ren. Um, but here's my two highlights. They've already been mentioned, so you guys already took away the highlights of the conversation. But <laughs> there's two highlights. Number one, I'm not going to say I'm going to hold off on Right Rose for five seconds, but number one is our freezer burn scene. Once again, our Yang and Weiss scene where Andy talked about it. Uh, is uh, we're talking about Ice being Weiss, uh, Weiss Queen. Lol. We're talking about uh, Weiss being Ice Queen. Uh, and ice and weiss oh my god just just stop it just <laughs> stop it I, ca- I can't with this okay so uh yeah I, I was just like smiling and um weiss says uh you make it sound like it used to be terrible and yang says uh f- yang flirtily says uh nah just uh, a lot to deal with at once and weiss says hmm and yang goes nah. so there's your audio recap of uh they bonded how sweet in it was this adventure. and then weiss is like smile for a long distance shot weiss is like smiling back at her um <laughs> yeah were you were you feeling the freezer burn in the scene Haley? uh yeah sure why not <laughs> yeah yeah sure that. no you got to be more definitive yeah, here. No. <laughs> no i really like them interacting more and it was really sweet and also that it's nice to see that that relationship isn't just going to get swept under the yes, rug. Yes. Right. So now we're back and it's like, oh, OK, they do actually have this connection and it's being shown, which is really nice um, and very, very sweet. And also I was very happy with Weiss in this scene, too, because you could definitely see that character development that we've talked about where she really is more relaxed and friendlier with everyone, um, which was good, especially because. Like Nora and everyone else is picking up on that as well, uh, which is fun. She did. She did change since yeah. the time, as Ren's talk says. It's this scene is really fulfilling. The talking about the uh, the really satisfying talking about Weiss being uh, Ice Queen and uh, the mm-hmm. and, and like her just being like happy about it. Um, it, yeah. it's just a really great payoff. Like we're, 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 uh, really substantiating the Weiss character development that we had the previous two volumes. Literally the best thing about the show, the past two seasons, uh, volumes. Yeah. And, and it four. shows that the showrunner and the creators are actually aware of that as well, that they spent time to talk about it. That it's not just like, oh, it just happened. Like it, it seems to me more like it, a slightly more intentional character development. Yes, that's yes, happened, they executed. Which is great. They, we spent time. They executed on the waste yeah. and now we're see, now we're seeing the payoff. Um, exactly, yeah. and now we're settling into it as your character is now and interacting with everyone, and it's awesome. No, ser- seriously, this is the, by far the best thing Miles and Carrie have done on the show is the waste development. I think it's just been a huge home run success. Like, uh, mm-hmm. unqualified success here and seeing Weiss uh, just being all smiley and like, oh, I missed all of you guys. It's, it's so great. Uh, like I said last podcast, super dere dere Weiss. Like, uh, she's just, just <laughs> she's just, uh, all the soon is gone. She's just so smiley and happy. And uh, yeah, it's, I guess she was not smiley. Actually, okay, here's my, I, I, I can't go like more than five seconds without uh, shoehorning in the, the white rose. But um, the only time Weiss was not smiling was to Ruby. <laughs> Uh, which I think is inversely actually signs uh, that she's her being affectionate towards Ruby. <laughs> okay. What do you think? Too, what do you think? There's too, too shippery or true, Andy? I'm sorry, Dylan. You're like scraping the bottom of the barrel here for White Rose things. This is like, 
You could have just mentioned, like, the half hug they had where she didn't, like, push Ruby off right away. Like, that was a White Rose moment. It's, look, 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 look. Um, <laughs> here's, <laughs> look, Andy. Here's my big criticism of the episode is I did not get the White Rose reunion that I wanted. Um, and, I know. Look, I'll take what I can get and them talking about skirts or whatever. It's fine. It's and a- sharing frame for a while, too. That's nice. Yes. That was, wow. it's this, yeah. look, don't believe, don't believe me. This is the screen cap that you guys are seeing on YouTube right now. It's, <laughs> it's the two of them. <laughs> Last week it was freezer burn. Yeah. This week it's white rose. Yeah, um, it's like oh, let me let me talk. Okay, let me talk about the white rose for a second. So we get this scene, and um, it's uh, they're on one side of the arm wrestling contest, and uh, Ruby says, uh, "Come on, sis, you can't lose to a girl in a skirt." And uh, Weiss says, "You wear a skirt, Ruby." And um, Ruby's like, "Weiss, you're not cheering loud enough." And like, uh, yeah, whatever. Like uh, half hugging her. So look, this is great. I'll take it. <laughs> I was into it. This is like the best part of the episode for me. But this is a really terrible uh Ruby and Weiss scene. This is your Ruby Weiss scene because the most famous Ruby Weiss scene in the history of the show is the uh battle uh I actually forget the exact combat skirt. Battle uh, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, combat skirt. Combat skirt scene in volume one, I think. Yeah. At the end yeah. of volume yeah. one. And you have a, and you like have a scene that kind of tangentially references it, but it doesn't seem to be aware of that scene at all. Like, this is what Right Rose is known for is the combat skirt scene. And that's what they bonded over. And yet Ruby is, um, has Weiss right next door and is not recognizing that. So it was very, uh, not the opposite of the Weiss character development being cathartic. This is the, uh, this is very, uh, bad <laughs> from a White Rose shipper perspective, having them just, I don't know. Like, uh, do you agree, Andy, that they just seemed not aware of that reference during the scene? I think that, yeah, they, they, they tend to do this with jokes sometimes that when they make a joke, they tend to ignore the rest of the show for this one joke every single time. It, it comes up. And, st- and so instead of incorporating other elements of the show into what their writing is, they just, write about what they're writing about right then they do what's necessary for the scene right then and that can be good sometimes but this is a show with a lot of really great characters and they've had a lot of really great moments and i think they could have incorporated the combat skirt thing like you said and it definitely wasn't the back of my mind when this was brought up like didn't we do this before and it was already a moment between them it it seemed like an obvious thing to miss yeah, I was, I was, look, I was not happy with the scene because we missed that. And then also Ruby saying something that's like anti-feminist. And it's like, uh, I mean, she, you know, she's just being whatever. But it's like, yeah, Ruby, like, clearly you wear a skirt. Why are you an idiot? And Weiss is also has a skirt. And why are you not talking to Weiss? Because you guys are in love. And there you go. That's what, that's. Let's be on, Dylan, you just want a scene of them, like, in a garden on a bench, having an emotional, emotional chat by themselves. They don't, they that don't, would they be... don't get any one-on-one. Like, it's, ah, <laughs> uh, it's so sad. That's your dream. It's so that's sad. Anyway. It's probably not going to happen, at least for a couple seasons. Yeah, but look, so I was unsatisfied as the shipper, but also objectively, I think this was not a great interaction. But, um, I will take it, and it was great. <laughs> so, just because they were talking. <laughs> Literally, could have, you could have had, uh, any, like, you could have had just nonsensical uh di- words stitched together of them saying words to each other and it would have been good so i would have been mumbling them mumbling to each other would have been yeah. fine i would have been happy so they're no, mumbling in the background that's like quality ship material if they're just mumbling to each other <laughs> yeah it would have been better yeah it, it probably would have been better like, uh, i think i'm less upset about this than you dylan because i think i've realized after this episode i'm like 100% on board with the freezer burn ship. Like, I'm 100% on board with that. Like, I used to be like Bumblebee or nothing, but no, it's freezer burn or nothing now. They're like, they're perfect for each other. I'm they're also amazing. leaning towards freezer burn now. 
Wow. I was never a passionate white road shipper, but now seeing this dynamic, I'm all wow. for it. You guys abandon ships. But so I also fast. like. Oh my goodness. But then I also like Bumblebee so much too. So really, anyone with Yang, I'm all for. I will accept the opinion of I'll take any two members of Team Ruby ship together. I will yeah. accept that. I will not accept this uh, abandonment of core ships. You guys are terrible shippers. <laughs> No, Ter- I, we're fluid shippers. No, that's, no, that's the same thing. You just said the same thing in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You guys are, are just, no, uh, just. What about Dylan? What about a bumblebee freezer bird love triangle? What about that's that? fine. I'll accept. I'll accept. The, I said this. I think I said this in chat earlier in our Discord. Uh, I'll, I want this uh, bumblebee reunion, and then uh, Weiss looks on, uh, just really jealous. It, that like that's going to be incredible. Um, Ruby slides in to come for yeah, her. But it's, yeah. but look, uh, okay. look, I'm I'm all about. Uh, look, I, the freezer burn was great. They, it was again. They they incorporated it consistently again into this episode, and it's it's really um you know it, it's really heartening. Uh, I don't know if that's actually word the opposite mm-hmm. of disheartening to see that uh they uh, are continuing this plot thread of the two of them together and it's just been the highlight of the season that being said i have not read like 50 hours of white rose fanfics to just uh to just have freezer burn here i'm just i'm just telling you now that's not what that's not you what this has been about it so fast. uh we are <laughs> it's gonna be season nine and um weiss and yang are gonna be married and i'm gonna still be talking about uh white rose on this podcast so just letting you know that <laughs> Okay. Other other parts of uh, this this dinner was um yeah like I said we we're catching up on volume four. We talked about John losing the map, which was something I forgot happened because <laughs> I blocked it out yes, of my I, head. Well, it was a horrible moment, and that's why. Okay. Yeah, I had no memory of this, and then I'm like, oh yeah, John was an idiot last season. Um, we talked about uh, Team Ranger fighting the giant Grim. I think this was predicted by one of you two last podcast. No, no, no. They weren't talking about the one with expando arms. They were talking about the one at the very beginning of the season. Are you serious? They were talking about the one. Yes. What? They were talking about the one where Ren went crazy on the giant one. Oh, I the, oh, like the one where they do the uh, Ruby Nora lightning strike attack? Yeah, like yeah. I think they were talking about that one because I think Ren went crazy in that one. Ren in the like expando arm one did like almost nothing. Um... I don't know. We'll have to fact check that, but I don't think it's clear either way. But they fought a lot of giant grim. Yeah. What? what yeah. Okay, but, yeah. But okay. we we talked about this though that uh, yeah you should <laughs> talk, yeah we fought this uh, giant grim with expando arms and we, they say yeah. that yeah. so yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yang yeah maybe share that information. So with it, your friends, yeah. So that's you know? what they did here. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And then we had that out of but control. But they didn't even mention the expando arms. I'm mm. disappointed. That's like literally the best part of last season is the expando arms. Like why did we not talk about that? <laughs> or the fact that like this thing like destroyed Ren's life and family and love and everything. Like, right, yeah. No one's going to mention the only, that. The only two things Drama? I remember from last season are one, expand arms, and two, yep. uh, little Ren and little Nora. So why didn't we talk, like, catch them up? It's like, oh yeah, then we had a flashback <laughs> to when we were younger. <laughs> why didn't we talk about that? It was really trippy, third, bro. Yeah. You they ran in circles. You probably have the third. They thing. ran in circles ran in to circ- defeat the thing. Is that what happened? Oh, yeah, 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 that was John's amazing plan. They ran in circles yeah. around the spe- expanded farm guy. Oh yeah. no, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, oh, no, that was I have no, I have no memory. <laughs> we podcasted on this whole season. Just, just to let you know, I have no memory. Um, yeah, we had uh, talked about Weiss at her party, and I guess we're referencing her summoning because I also don't remember <laughs> Weiss at the party. I remember there. Yeah. Oh yeah, she got she, she got really mad at a party goer yeah. for like disrespect. Yeah. Actually. I like that. That was a fun scene. Yeah, so she, uh, she, yeah, we referenced that, and then we uh, showed off Yang's new robo arm, and Ruby was into it. Yeah. Yep. I I loved that interaction, but I also was like, why was that not the first topic of How conversation? Did <laughs> like they act like they didn't see it. Yeah. No, right. Like, like, oh, 
cool. You have a, a yellow arm, where, and you didn't have an arm last time we saw you. Maybe yeah, like... yeah. I think the weird thing was she was eating chopsticks with it. Yeah, like she was using. You guys didn't notice she had a right arm. Like, yeah, we got to talk about John losing the map. That is that is the priority of our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like uh, Ruby, you hugged Yang with her metallic arm. Why did yeah. you not recognize and it this until sense, now? Sense because then it leads into the arm wrestling and da la la la. Yeah. So I think so it was a that, really they had a sequence it like that, but yeah, you're the right. Sequence was a little weird, but it was a great scene when it happened. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, okay. Uh, so that was that was catching up on volume four. We had uh, Yang. But you didn't wait, Dylan. What did I talk Yang about? Through her arm. Okay, well, that's what I'm talking about now. Yang oh, versus Nora arm wrestling. Yeah, so yes, that's the next coming. thing. I'm, awesome. br- I'm breaking down the dinner <laughs> to multiple parts here because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to hold, trying to avoid talking about the Osborne scene as long as possible. <laughs> You're trying to squeeze yeah. all the good parts out of this. Yeah. Oh, believe me. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> you're looking, you guys are looking at the runtime right now and you're listening and you're like, how did they get that much discussion out of this 10 minute episode? Oh, well, well, you're about to find out. So we'll find out I'll too. Just, just um, yeah. So uh, yeah, we talked, I talked about White Rose for 10 minutes. That's what we talked about. But, yeah. um, um, Ruby and uh, Weiss. Okay, we already talked about that. So <laughs> talked about the white. That's that's my entire we outline. Got that. That's my entire outline for the. Yeah, I'm talking looking at my outline, and that was the entire part of the Yang and her arm wrestling. But they arm wrestle, and then Yang detaches her arm to win. Um, that was uh, weird. You thought it was hilarious. I okay, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but I think that if they if they're doing if they're if, <laughs> if they're competent. This could be a moment where they're like setting something up for the finale. Like this could be something that could be used interestingly in a story way that she can detach this arm. Yeah, I agree. This and is this is a hundred percent setting up for her detaching her arm in the finale. I agree. Yeah, yeah. it like punches Salem or Cinder all of a sudden flies out. Oh, we're or, not like, fighting Salem. Gets, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think something happens might be her arm gets like stuck somewhere and she has to detach it or something mm, or something yes. in that way. I she also like detach- yeah. Yeah, I like the line. I think Ren said it where he's like, does that mean Nora wins technically? Yeah. Like after she lost her. Yeah, oh, it's all like this no. entire arm wrestling shenanigans was uh, incredibly pointless. Yep, <laughs> I agree. Well, it might not be. You never know. Well, the detaching will come back into play. We'll find so, out. Yeah, um, that was that was fun. And then we have Ren's speech about being uh, embarrassed oh. about. Yes, Andy. She needs to rocket punch Adam. Okay. Yeah, that was not worth interrupting me. Come on. That was uh, that was. <laughs> <laughs> it was not worth it. I just like she needs to rocket punch. Ad- okay, you were just excited about the mental image in your head about Adam being rocket punched. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Boy, that's not happening. Come on. No, but it, just think about it, Dylan. She like detaches her arm. And it goes across a room and it punches him in the face. Like that. that that's a really happy image in my in my okay, head. Look, I'd, I'll, I'm ha- fine to think about punching Adam, but that's not happening. Okay. Uh, Ren's speech is. But it could. But it could. Look, you know, it's Ruby. <laughs> That's what I'll say. <laughs> That's possible. the only thing in, in your favor here is that it's Ruby. But other than that, uh, but yeah, okay. Ren's speech was talking about being uh, embarrassed about things at Beacon. Um, I don't know why we needed to do this, but um, you this know. speech was so weird to me. Yeah. Because it was all like really positive and everything. And then it just got like really dramatic all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> Quiet. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I Yang know. says, uh, I was too gung ho. And Ruby says, You think you were gung ho? I tried to uh, 1v1 and Nevermore on the second day of school. <laughs> oh my God. This was so great. This was, that like, was a good line. That's, this was actually like the best way to write it. Like 1v1 and Nevermore. That's probably Ruby's best line of dialogue in multiple seasons because she just really yeah. hasn't said anything good. And, um,. This was actually a really yeah. It was actually a really good line of dialogue, only because it was like a very video gamey line to say. So Rooster Teeth excels yeah. at this, and uh, she says one v one aloud. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll take it. I'll accept it. 
It was it was funny, and you know we're also referencing the best uh, thing the show's ever done. So so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're not the same person. You'll still grow. And, uh, Ren gets real deep when, um, yeah, when he, when he chooses to talk and something about Nora at the dance, which I didn't really remember. But, yeah, that was- I don't think that, I think that might have been an off screen thing it, that they just mentioned. I wouldn't know. So, I'd like, I, all I remember from the dance is that John wore a dress and they had a weird dance number. That's all I remember. Yeah, the big, the the big memory from that the dance, dance episode is, is the... a pinnacle of entertainment. Like that was, uh, that was so cin- ridiculous. Cinder jumping in the rooftops. That's the main thing from the dance. Yeah. Is, uh, the terrible, oh, terrible animation of Cinder jumping on yeah. the rooftops. Yeah. That's still always brought up and you know, just post <laughs> the gif of uh, Cinder incredibly clumsily. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, that, so yeah, that was, uh, Ren's speech and I have no takeaways from that. Any comments? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So that was, nope. so yeah, in, in, su- like job, in summary for the dinner, I want Slice of Life Ruby. And before you tell me that Ruby Chibi exists, I don't want to watch that. So other than, so other than that. Ruby Chibi isn't Slice of Life. It's, it's just like little, it's just little show. joke scenes, right? Like it's not, yeah, no, yeah, it's a comedy it's not parody show. Yeah. It's not a Slice of Life show. A Slice of Life show has you show their lives. We're not seeing their lives in Ruby Chibi. Yeah. Rather than having multiple scenes of us, uh, Ozpin and other characters tell us the same things over and over, why don't we just show the characters we care about talking to each other? Like, let's do more of that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I'm not holding my breath for next episode, though. No. Or or we could just have, like, jump cut, like, after the talk with Ozpin of Ruby, Weiss, and Yang talking in, like, one of their rooms or something about their talk with Ozpin. That would have been better because it probably wouldn't have retread and we could have just heard their opinions okay let's talk about the aspen scene here's my headline is that we do quote unquote learn uh two new things (laughs) but uh learn but that's not the headline the headline i think is that uh Ozpin absolved. We're trusting Ozpin again. He's been freed. Uh, he cle- his name has been cleared. Raven's accusations had no merit, and Ozpin's uh, just a saint, right, Andy? Usually, I just say yes, but the way they keep hammering this in is just like Ozpin did something bad. And but the thing is, they keep. But I'm not sure because they keep trying to tell us the crow thing is bad. But I don't think that's bad, and that's the whole problem here. If if they chose something else other than this crow thing, like again. You cursed all these women to have these horrible magic powers that are like tied to death. Like maybe that could be a more horrible thing. But instead, we're talking about crows and stuff, and I just don't feel it. But I still think that we could frame him as bad at some point during this season or next season. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I my take is I agree with you that um we are a hundred percent building up to a big reveal of something Ozpin did that was much worse. Um, they seem to not be aware that the crow thing wasn't bad at all, but, um, yeah, I think I, you, it, we, we ended this episode at a point where, oh, everyone trusts Ozpin, Yang's fine with Ozpin, okay, now, yay, Ozpin has some huge skeleton in his closet, so that's gonna be uncovered later in the season. Yeah, yes, Andy? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I just, I hope it's not something like the crow and raven thing, because I want it to be yeah, something, something actually, something actually substantial, yeah. Um, yeah, is, are you are you feeling warm and fuzzy about Ozpin now, Haley? After this episode, uh, he's uh, he's ab- absolved. Good guy. Inside, inside, inside uh, a little boy's body. Oh my god! <laughs> don't <laughs> don't say, say it like that. that. No. What do you mean? Don't say it like that. That's literally what the show is doing. No. What do you wait? Wait, hold on. What do you mean? Don't say it like that. That's literally what's on our screen. I know it. Is, but, uh, this so is like Haley's kitchen kitchen thing last week. <laughs> oh no. Ah. Uh. I don't know. I think I don't know. I don't trust him. <laughs> Let's be real. 
Like, I feel like he probably has, like, the quote-unquote best interests of the world at heart, but he's, like, this omnipresent almost god, so he probably doesn't really care about specific people all that much, you know? So, I don't know. But I, uh, and I also don't believe that he's not going to tell them all the truths that he knows, probably, because that would just be, that would be, like, we're, We've been doing all this stuff about, oh, he's bad, he's bad. And it's like, oh, no, he's going to tell us everything now. Like, no, they're not going to do that. Um, I am still mystified by why everyone is so concerned about them turning into birds. Because, like Andy was saying, I see no problems with this. And I was assuming with Osmond getting into his talk more, um, like explaining how it happened, I thought that he was going to say, oh, I just did it to them like I didn't get their consent and then it just happened. Because that would be like, like still, cool, cool thing, cool skill to have, but he should have at least talked to them. That's what I thought they were going to talk about. But no, they were all on board and agreed. And then Raven was like, yeah, peace, I'm going to live my life. And she now can turn into a bird still. Like, that's cool. So I, I do not get it. And I don't get why everyone is so shocked because I feel like I, I tried stepping back and thinking like if I was just chatting with people and they're like, oh, yeah, I can turn into a bird in like real life. That would be weird. That would throw me off. But I also didn't just summon like a giant ghost warthog at dinner. So like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good the line, metric yeah. for magic is kind of different between our lives and their lives. So I don't get why everyone is so. Yeah. Like, freaking out about this. Because if someone at the school was just like, hey, my semblance is that I can turn into a squirrel or a peacock or whatever. Like, that'd be like, oh, cool, awesome semblance and go on your merry way. But it, I, I do not get why we're talking about this so much. I just don't get it. And that's why I was laughing when during that scene. Because I was just like at a point where I'm like, we've talked about this for two episodes and it has zero negatives to this and i don't know why everyone's so upset about it yeah i think so that's my rant <laughs> i think i finally figured out why this is supposed to be bad because faunas faunas in the world are a thing and they're part mm-hmm. animal and so maybe this has to do with like turning like turning into an animal is kind of like being turned into a faunus to some people i guess and that could oh, be why really would yang be upset like her best bud and possible love interest is a faunus. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not saying they're upset about it. I'm just saying it's a strange. Like animals don't really come up this way except with the faunuses, which is this is kind of like a theory. I, I think this might be leading up to Ozten made the faunuses. Like he caused this whole thing and caused all the bad stuff that's happening right now by by creating the faunuses somehow. It could like be because could... he, he did say that, like, oh, the, that was just a small amount of magic to what I can do. And I was yeah. just thinking, yeah. how, I don't know. This could just be me not remembering anything. But are there animals in this world? Have we seen animals? Because maybe it's that's why they're so freaking Zway. out. Zway. Yeah. Zway. No, there, yeah, there's dogs. Yeah. Okay, never yeah. mind. Because then that would be that would be trippy if you just, like, hey, have uh, never hey seen guys, a bird I, before. I made animals, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So cool. <laughs> No, yeah. No. Okay. So I, yeah. Okay. So Andy's espousing the uh, uh, the Ozpin made the White Walkers theory, where he's the one who made. Fauna. Is this a real theory? Is this a theory that someone's made? No. Before? It's like in in Game of Thrones. Oh, it's like oh no. no I, I know. I know you're referencing yeah. Dylan. I'm saying like I was wondering yeah. if you heard this. before. No, I have not heard this before. So um, 
I'm just saying. I could see that. And okay, Andy has a yeah. You you've you've said it for the first espoused for the first time. There you go. Andy wants the the first first time credit. The um. <laughs> no, I, I don't want the first time credit. I'm just honestly curious. <laughs> I have not heard this uh, that has okay. been created. The faunuses. That seems like something that would not have any relevance to anything. But uh, no. it does fit. It, it does it, fit it, with it, the only fraction of a uh, of magic thing that was said this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think it's that big a deal, but it could be the big bad thing that he done like it could be the well, big like not even again, again though it's not a bad thing you know yeah. just great well, we have spent two episodes about the bad thing, thing is, this these characters this. think it's a bad thing yeah, for yeah. some okay, reason so I, I guess so um and uh Haley is talking about uh the, the fact that they have magic in there once again we have voice in this episode saying magic's real what <laughs> oh my god what what voice Weiss didn't even have like Mag- dust magic? on her when she did that she just did that with her mind so, like that's... So, I, so i guess magic's real what? Like, shocker. I, I just want someone to sit wise down and be like, wise. things are weird in this world. Yeah. I don't know how you under- don't understand this yet. Some, some, you, you, look. Even when you didn't have like a good grasp on your semblance, you used a sword to make glyphs on the ground and fly into the yeah. air. Like, <laughs> Yes, we understand yeah. that, that is magic, magic is relative to what we see as fact, and their fact is different. Yes, I under- and some people seem able to accept that their magic is, uh, is different than our magic, so they would have a different concept. We, however, <laughs> have trouble understanding this because yeah. our frame of reference is our world, and this seems uh, yeah. very out there when we have zero explanation for semblances and, and stuff. So. Why is turning into a bird so Okay, bad? let's talk. Also, okay, okay, okay. okay. Thank you. F- was not that creative when he just named, turned them into the creatures they're named okay, after. Yes, like, yes. As, as, Nora, as Nora references, yeah. But, yeah, um, okay, let's talk about the bird thing. So the bird thing was supposed to be bad, and we don't understand why, because giving someone the option to turn into a bird seems fine. They don't have yeah. to. Um, and they did it. And, uh, uh, that's a failure of last episode, though. This episode um, takes us away from that because we are supposed to end up this episode thinking, oh, okay, Aspen's not that bad. Because uh, one of the two things, as reference, two new pieces of information, one is which uh, Crow and Raven elected to uh, gain this bird transforming power. So this uh, takes uh, takes off, uh, in theory, for whatever reason, we were supposed to think that was a bad thing before. Now it's fine because they elected to do it. So Yang's Yang's happy about that now. I don't know if she's happy, but she's not hating Aspen. She's like, yeah, whatever, just stop lying. And Aspen's like, eh, hey, sure, Yang, you know, yeah, I'll stop lying. Yeah. And we're like, okay, I would believe you, Aspen. So, um, yeah, so the, the, they, they elected to turn into birds, so it's fine. Everything's fine now. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. End of story. Yeah, we, it, it was, it's stupid that they thought this was a bad thing. We don't have no reason to think it was a bad thing. It was invasive if he forced it on them, as Andy was referencing, but we resolved that. Okay. Number two thing we learn is that, um, Ozpin is the wizard from the Maiden's Legend. And uh, the reason I said that we don't really learn anything new here is because this has been implied since that we learned that Ozpin was an eternal reincarnating force of uh, good in the world. <laughs> so, you know, duh, he's the wizard. Kind of a natural uh, We actually didn't. We actually hadn't said this on the podcast. I think that's a big failure on my part. Someone commented it on last week's podcast, like, oh, Ozpin's the wizard right now. I'm like, oh, yeah, the good call. We didn't really talk about that. Uh, mostly because I just don't think about them. I try not to think about the Maidens uh, most of the time. I think you mentioned it last <laughs> season in your defense you right so the fir- i think the, i think I, actually i think the first uh episode where the maidens were introduced was that season three or four i don't even remember but uh, no, uh, three because that was the fight with cinder and um, i'm not gonna this- I'm, i wouldn't like uh put money on this but i think in that episode i theorized that osmond was probably the wizard in the volume three I podcast think, yeah. so no, this- i think you 100 right. did yeah because there was a world of remnant that had the old man and he looked 
pretty a lot like Anya. So it's not just so like once we learned that he was reincarnated. It's it's we've been we've been assuming this for like since the concept of maidens has been introduced, and uh, it was more of a theory before. And now that Osborn reincarnates, it's like okay, sure. And it was kind of always in the back of our minds. But it is nice to see it confirmed here. And I think doing doing it in this way, it, it wasn't this huge reveal. It was just kind of nonchalantly mentioned was the right way to handle it, considering it had been implied for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, so that's good. Two two new pieces of information, and then uh, we end it with uh, uh, Nora saying, uh, "Oh, Raven, Crow, they're birds. Cracked it." <laughs> Thank you, Nora, for pointing out the ridiculousness of all of this. So, okay, here's here's my reactions. One, Nora is the right character to have do this because, um, yeah. She's just like infinite audience sympathy and, uh, she's funny and, uh, she, good, good character, good, good. That being said, once again, uh, this, and there's another line with, uh, Ozpin being like, I gave them the power to turn into birds. Huh. Uh, sounds ridiculous now, doesn't it? Saying it out loud. Um, it's like, yeah, no, it you. Doesn't. It, no, it does not, <laughs> Ozpin. It, it makes sense. Like yeah. somehow in this world it makes sense. No, that that like, wasn't my reaction. My reaction was, uh, yeah, you guys chose to introduce this concept into your thing. Don't don't write lines like that. So this is again, I say this every <laughs> podcast, which is like, uh, stop making fun of your own mythology. It's not successful. You the guys, you're the people that did it. It's you know, it's, it's your choice to put it in the first place, and I'm making fun of it. So I think that Osmond line was unsuccessful in that regard, but the Nora line was successful, not because of them making fun of themselves but just because Nora is such to be honest like such a sympathetic and funny character so it was it was a good line so i think i think this was the right way to incorporate that i i also think that Nora's joke about it is actually okay even outside that context like i think it's fine in terms of making fun of your mythology cuz in a show where someone's name is crow and he turns into a crow like that's fine like it's it's kind of funny kind of lampshaded that's okay I, I I was not against this line from that perspective. I think this would have been okay in another yeah, it's show. It's not as bad as the other one, yeah. Yeah, it's more, it's more just yeah. like, oh, Nora's just slow, kind of. Or like, that's kind, <laughs> like, that's kind of the joke. <laughs> that was really mean. I want to know if the names were before or after the transformation. Oh, before. Ozpin is just uncreative. And, uh, yeah, very uncreative. Yeah. It's like, oh, we Ra- Raven's, to- Raven's mom had a, uh, uh, Raven's mom had a bird naming scheme. Oh, I guess I'll copy that. Yeah. yeah. She really well, loved birds. Yeah. <laughs> they were twins. Yeah, they were twins. So we give them a cute twinny twins name. Uh, oh, yeah. No. They, they, yeah. That, that to be honest, one- that's probably why Raven is evil is because, uh, her, <laughs> her mom just, uh, just, branded them for life with uh, matching names as her, as her twin. What a terrible thing to do. In her defense, the mom probably said, like, here's the name if it's a boy, here's the name if it's a girl, and there's a boy and a girl like, I have two names. I'm good to go. I really <laughs> like birds, so I'm gonna have, like, this one bird name, and then this other yep. bird name. Yeah. Oh, I could use both of them. Yeah, so I think it's uh, <laughs> Raven's uh, Raven and Crow's <laughs> parents' fault that, <laughs> that everything is wrong with the world. That's my new theory. Now I want to meet them. I kind of do. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't put, I hadn't put one like, thought into their cool. parents before, but now, yeah, I kind of <laughs> do want to meet them now. Okay, um, I guess they were bandit tribe leaders. I don't know when the bandit, the, the tribe started, so... Um, but yeah, anyway, last thing. Okay, Cinder um, and team at camp. Cinder, Emerald, Mercury. This is the first time we've seen Emerald and Mercury yeah. since yeah. blank. When? I don't know. Volume four? I don't even know. Yeah. Volume three? Were they in volume four? Yeah, they were. They were. They were. No, no, they, they were. So they were in the background of Cinder scenes, and they said like one thing in volume. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They were. Yeah. This is the first Emerald time we saw them scared. this season. Last last season, they were barely in it, and then um, volume three, uh, the best episode of that and potentially the show is the flashbacks uh emerald and mercury uh episode and we saw a lot of them there but 
Um, I was very hyped to see Emerald. Emerald's one of my favorites. A lot of people also like Mercury, so I think this was this was good. I was very excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I to have would... actual action, like plot, momentum, and drive with the villains. Yeah, rather than yeah. just scheming all the time. Yeah, and uh, I... Cinder's out and about, and she's doing stuff, and she seems recovered. Yeah, she seems a lot better now. She was actually she she was speaking full sentences. She wasn't rapping. Uh, let's let's not let's talking. not go that far. She didn't, they didn't really say that much in the scene, but yeah. <laughs> she said she did like pause and stuff. Like she just she said seemed she fine. To say, but full sentences is a stretch yeah. for Ruby. Anyway, <laughs> okay, okay, that's that's fair, Dylan. I'll, 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 that's fair. Yeah. Um. Here's my commentary on uh this putting this in this spot. I didn't anticipate seeing them at the bandit camp so soon, and I think this is a great move because we're not kind of twiddling our thumbs with the villain stuff. They'd been off screen for a while, and um we'd all been like, oh, when's uh Tyrion gonna get his tail? When's Cinder gonna get the band back together? But we're just skipping a bunch of that. We're just seeing them in action, and it's not action. Yeah. They're just standing there talking to the idiot from the the idiot who was hitting on 17 year old yang in the bar just the pervert oh. so we don't really you know it's like you need to see him talk again um now emerald will beat him up though, yeah so it's yeah, emerald, good. emerald's gonna oh punch him up yeah. so that'll be good the, the whole gun twirl thing moving to walk up to him was, i was just like yes it. do it emerald do it yeah. it was <laughs> I, why did we cut away let's see that but yeah it's, i yeah. know i wanted her to just like hit him in the like i wanted her to shoot him once and that was it like then it go, fade to black like it just goes black i'd be fine if she killed him and it just went to black like that would have been fine <laughs> it'd been fine just do yeah, it and to, so to be fair there's nothing actually happening at the end of the scene so it's not like we actually get to the action but um you know p- potentially we're setting up for that so um this is this is a I, I'm, I'm optimistic now now that uh team cinder's back in play um it's mm-hmm. it, things could be good and um i'm kind of curious whether We'd all been assuming that the action would coalesce at the bandit camp. It's like, oh, why did Weiss and Yang leave? They're just coming back. I wonder if they will even come back now, because if Cinder got there first, uh, she, if Cinder just, Team Cinder just trashes the place, um, maybe, maybe, uh, Raven portals out of there and escapes right back to Crow, potentially with Vernal, while the rest of the camp is, uh, torn apart by them. So I think it is possible this is the last time we will see the bandit camp, and this is not how I saw the season going before this. Yeah. No, I'm not upset though if Cinder and crew are like in battle, so that's good. But yeah, I was totally expecting us all to meet up at uh, the camp. But it makes sense because if Raven can portal, then why not use that skill in this way? It works out. Yeah. What do What do you think, Andy, about uh, Raven port or uh, yeah, Raven portaling to Crow now? I think that would be. I, I think that's fairly likely. Because we need we need some kind of combat with Raven and Vernal. We need to see them in, in a fight. And this is a good way to show what the stakes are, what's going to happen here. And then after that, we get an actual fight for Ruby, which she hasn't really got in this season, with the bad guys somewhere else besides the camp. And I think that's where we're leading. We're leading not to... I don't think we're going to get Haven. I don't think we're going to get the big fight with Adam this season. I think the big final fight, the big finale of the season is going to be a fight with Cinder in some way involving team ruby and i'm really excited for that it's like the it's not it's not so yeah you're saying it's not going to be the fight for haven the the fight of the fall of haven it's going to be the fight the no. fight for vernal for the fight for control yes. of vernal yeah yeah i like, can totally see that happening it's going to be like a fight where where vernal or maybe maybe even raven dies or something but they're vernal's in trouble and they need to help her and she's running and they have to hold them off as long as possible for Vernal to get away. Like they might not even have Vernal in the group at the end of the season, but Vernal will get away. Yeah. I think, I think possible. 
I do think we need to consider that there are seven episodes left this season, so there's a lot of time. There are, but we still have the Menagerie episodes left. To right. Uh, if, if things go the way, I think we might be done with Menagerie in one episode, but we also could extend that out for a while now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of next episode, um, I'm going to once again espouse the big Menagerie climax. Uh, <laughs> push it back one. I think that'll happen next week. Other possibilities? There's not necessarily a ton because everyone is kind of in the same place now. Um, so we could see Cinder, uh, versus Raven at the bandit camp. That could be something we see. Um, I want that. Other than that, the only thing would be seeing, uh, expanded team Ranger, Ruby, Weiss, Yang, plus Crow, plus uh, Oscar doing whatever they're doing. I think there's really yeah. only three options, right? It's, it's whatever we're doing with after the dinner, which Osmond said, uh, enjoy tonight. So, um, seemingly nothing i don't think we're gonna have another slice of life episode unfortunately um i would like to see how um weiss and yang enjoy enjoy the night anyway um but there's we also could see at the bandit camp no one heard that and then we also could see at uh, menagerie with with blake right so um you know well you know I, there's there's really nothing else because we did we did the villain the villain check-in we saw that that was going to be we thought that was going to be happening but we resolved that we're not going to go back there we don't need to see salem again um so i think it's a blake episode definitely think it's a blake episode next week yeah, I, I think I it's. Agree. Yeah, well, go, go ahead, ahead, Andy. No, oh. no, you go. Okay. <laughs> um, I I am guessing that my first choice is that it's a whole menagerie episode, and now that we've had this uh, like rekindling with the crew, I think I could totally see it happening where we like jump cut at the end and Blake shows up at the house, and then we go from there. Um, like you were thinking last week, Dylan. Or I think we're going to have a menagerie episode with a little bit of villain fighting, or we're going to have villain fighting and a little bit of Ruby team uh, Juniper training again. I really hope it's just the menagerie stuff because I think I really want to see the Cinder things, but I want them to give enough time to the menagerie to actually do it well. Um, So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But I feel like Blake is going to show up in one way or another because, like you said, there's nothing else to do, really. Like, that's the pretty pressing thing at the moment. Yeah. And uh, I, one of the main objections, potentially from you, Haley, I don't remember, last week to uh, the, us going right to the Blake stuff and then Blake cutting uh, in present yeah. was that we wouldn't mm-hmm. see this, the continuation exactly. of the team RWY. Uh, reunion, but we saw that this week. We got the entire scene of them at the dinner. So we saw their back reintegrated. Uh, Ruby, Weiss, Yang are together. We got that. That's stable. So now we can just have, and if you missed last week, Blake's, the short version, Blake's timeline is a month before the rest of them. So we could see the resolution of Menagerie. Blake sails away after Menagerie uh, falls to the bad elements of the White Fang. And then Blake just shows up at the end of the episode at their house in Haven. And, uh, Mm -hmm. because it's a month fine. And I think that is very much back in play because, uh, you know, what else are we doing in that, that storyline? That storyline is pretty stable as we leave it. We're happy with Osmond. Osmond just says, you know, just, we're going to do something, but he doesn't say what we're doing. Like th- there's no, there's no, uh, you know, there's nothing to, to resolve. We literally don't know what they plan on doing next. They presumably yeah. plan on going it's to the band, training tra- more, either training you know? or going to the bandit camp. But you know, we don't say that in this episode. And I wonder why we wouldn't say that because probably because we're going to shake things up there soon. So I think that Blake, someone portaling into them at the end of next episode, whether it be Blake or potentially Raven, I think is uh, not portaling in, but knocking on the door or portaling in. Randomly appearing. I think that's uh, potentially likely given the setup at the end of this episode. I think the better way to open the next episode would be for literally the episode to open on 
the door opening to Blake with her ears all droopy in like the rain or something. And all we know is that something really bad happened in Menagerie. And it's kind of you, yeah. You could do the thing. Episodes. You could do the thing where Blake comes back first, and then we get the flashback to the the rest. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's what I'm, that's what I'm envisioning. Yeah. Like we get we get the idea that something horrible happened in Menagerie. She's back, and we don't yeah. know what happened. That, that right would be way. too. That's she, too uh, ambitious for the show. That would be a lot of drama. <laughs> my my initial instinct is that's not uh, <laughs> the show thing, but we could do it. And then like Blake is there. Like Blake, you're so what happened you're so depressed and then she looks forlorn into the distance and then uh, flashback to menagerie yeah, scenes yeah. interspersed throughout the episode zero percent chance of them doing that that is way too no, out no. there yeah zero percent chance but i'm saying that would be, that would really be cool. cool that would be much better let's do that but no that's not happening yeah so we'll see will Ilya betray blake that's what we're waiting for next week and uh will blake uh, make it out of there alive who's dying we think uh we think uh the dad i always forget his Dave. name and uh gira is dying maybe callie son and Ilya are also on death watch but probably not and what's gonna happen to son is he gonna sail away he's coming back all that well we talked about that last week tabled for next week so we'll see what happens next week on ruby and uh very very hype relative relative I, I think ren i think ren might be added to the death flag list because he had a very strange serious understand that being said ren just said basically ren's characters just to say death flags we've yeah. kind of been we, last season <laughs> yes. we just last season we just speculated on ren uh dying the entire time and uh yeah so i i've been down this road ren's probably not dying i think at this point but yeah he he does he does say uh death, death he- things a lot yeah yeah, he hits he's hit those buzzer words a bunch of times this episode. He's, he's but... just a weird, serious child who says uh, things, yeah. things yeah. as if the person he's talking to will die next episode. So then we think he's going to die, but no. Okay, uh, there you go. This is uh, we made it to about an hour. We did it, Haley. Final thoughts on <laughs> rest and resolutions. Uh, it was cool, and I love the beginning and the end. Osmond stuff. Whatever, can we get past this bird plot, please? Because it's very silly. Um, And I think hopefully we're past that, so that's cool. And yeah, and I think it made sense from a story point of view to have something like this because it would have felt really strange and just not very sincere if we would have all of a sudden been like getting all this awesome Blake Menagerie stuff and then diving headfirst into more plot development and fights happening. So it was nice to have like, them all connecting, eating delicious ramen around a table and uh, arm wrestling. So, yeah. And we saw Cinder, Emerald, and Mercury. Yeah, um, yeah arm wrestling. Mostly Cinder and Emerald are what we care about. But, yeah. Overall, happy with the episode. And I'm excited for next episode because I feel like it's going to be an exciting, action-packed fight episode. Because yeah. we haven't had one yeah. of those. Well, we said that last time, so we'll see. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> yeah. see. Okay. And- but now it makes sense, story-wise, there is nothing else to do. Like, yeah. I, I, it's I going to so. happen. Literally that being said, we, said, yeah. we, we did say that last time, though. So who knows? Uh, Andy, final thoughts? Um, I have two things. One, I hope that the um, my Faunus theory with Ozpin's correct. Just because it might, if done well, it could give a little more weight to the Menagerie stuff that is so boring. It might give a little more weight to that. But I don't know. But more importantly, I am ready for Tyrion's tale. I don't care like that I said that it's coming Stop. back at the end of the season. Get out of here. That was I your takeaway. <laughs> oh Get out of here. In, in, in all seriousness, I, I'm ready for Emerald to beat up that guy. I, I wanted to Stop. Be, like, Get out of here. Stop saying things that aren't going to happen on screen. Why? <laughs> Why are these your takeaways? Not happening. Because I just want to fight Dylan. I want to fight. 
and we haven't got one in a while. Yeah. I just want to we'll fight. Want to fight, I think, probably. They're coming. We, we, I thought so last week. I was like, yes, we're definitely getting epi- a fight next week. And it's just, nope, nope. we found a way to not get a fight nope. in. And I'm, I'm, I'm itching for it. I'm itching for a really cool fight. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that reaction, itching for a cool fight. I'm itching for more uh, uh, Weiss and Yang interactions. but Well, well yeah, I'll take either. I'll take and either. White Rose. About... You forgot White Rose, Dylan. Look, I, I'm, Ooh, I, wow. How would I ever forget White Rose? That's not a... Stop it. <laughs> That's not, uh, I'm just, I just don't think that's happening. I think we'll take what we can get at this point, but, um, okay. So yeah, we'll see, uh, everyone, what everyone's anticipating is the resolution of the ships next week. Nope. Um, not happening, but <laughs> there'll be, there'll be nothing about that. About 50, 50 to 90% of what we discussed will not be relevant next week. So that'll be fun. Um, maybe we'll have like a dramatic, tearful bumblebee hug. That could happen. Yeah. Uh, we'll absolutely not happening, but it's going to be a tie yank next week that's how how that, that's what no. that's high yang episode he doesn't exist anymore no nope next week andy andy next week is neptune's lost adventures that's what's happening oh my god that's even worse you still have what's worst neptune been up to let's check in let's check in with neptune for like 30 minutes our, let's do that yeah, we'll use our slice of lifetime on them. them i really just want a neptune alone episode why not oh my god okay so <laughs> Let us know please, what's up. Don't even put Let that us know. In the t- world. Please, don't please tell us your comments did. about Neptune alone at our Discord. Come chat with us about <laughs> it at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Uh, a lot of uh, active Ruby discussion, lots of Neptune discussion. JK, Neptune's name probably hasn't been mentioned uh, in the entire time we've had our Discord. And I don't know if that'll change despite me talking about him a lot at the end. And he's disappeared now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's, he's just, he's gone. Uh, find out about us at overlyanimated.com. Support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons. Special page of the podcast, Hugh, aka Hugh Neutron, and thanks to the Star Page and Executive Producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Uh, back for Ruby next week. Um, about their un- uh, uh, other bunch of cool stuff at overlyanimated.com, including, I think, Miraculous Ladybug discussion, and um, I think Hey Arnold Jungle Movie discussion is going to be out also tonight. So um, find all that at overlyanimated.com. Let us know what you thought in the comments, comments on our website and on YouTube um and uh yeah be nice but uh well tell us what you think <laughs> yeah. you guys were doing well and then last week for some reason because we we're kind of ha- i feel like we were positive for some reason a lot of negative comments again but you know that's okay and uh it's how you know ruby yeah is. that's how the ruby fandom does it but um yeah let us know what you think's gonna happen next week we're all excited to be back to discuss chapter eight and we'll see you guys then thanks for listening bye bye bye, bye.